but thank you for hanging out with Sujata as this uh, conversation is all about. Hanging out mm. with Sujata is the name of the podcast. And I'm delighted to have Ming here with me. And I'm curious to know what the songs that you have chosen, how do they have significance in your life or how do they resonate with you? So as per your list, um, we are going to play your first song, which is Let Your Soul Be Your Pilot. The title itself is uh, quite profound. So shall we hear the song? And then sure. we chat on the side. So I'm playing the song. Upon the 
Okay, that was a beautiful song. I just loved all the words. Ming, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you see me? Yes, I can see you. Yeah. So, I love the song, and I really resonated with every word of it. Hmm. I want. What I want to know is. what significance does it have for you well i think you know the thing about this song is you know why i can resonate with it so well because it is literally 
you know, what I see every single day when I deal with people is of, um, you know, from my background as a life coach, you know, as, you know, and also a social healer and artist, and also an author myself, you know, um, I love the work that I do deals with people generally on the ground. And one of the things after working with so many people and so many clients, you know, is that I found out that, hey, many people have lost touch with who they really are inside of them. Sometimes, you know, we go through the hustle and bustle of life and, you know, chasing after a job that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And usually it's only when crisis happens, you know, for example, like big disease or illness happen, it becomes a wake-up call for people to start looking inside of them. But, you know, oftentimes, a little bit too late. So what I found resonance in this song is how you know, Sting, you know, himself as an artist, you know, he saw the importance and the need to look inwards inside himself since at the very start, beginning of his career. This song was released, I think it was in the 1970s. So I thought it was very powerful because during those times, you know, people were still trying to, you know, do a little bit more, you know, to, to bring certain ideas into this world itself. And I wish that, you know, in the pandemic crisis that we are going through right now, you know, this song, you know, will be a very powerful anchor to have people to look inside of themselves and to begin the journey of inwards. Yes, I agree with you because uh, the relevance of this song, whether it was yeah. 70s, 80s, 90s, or even now, yeah. the relevance of the song is that it, you know, at all given points of time, you need to, you know, connect with your soul because most often that's the one that guides you. Sometimes people call it, you know, the gut instinct and yep. that will always guide you. And I liked some places where uh, says, let your, you know, tears or pain or, you know, like a sharing, let it be mine, you know? Yep. So that's, a, that's also to remind humanity that you know, some people at least are out there who care for what happens. Even if most people don't care, there could be some people who say that you know we care. So share your, you know, trauma or tragedy uh, with us or with me, you know, as the case may be. And so at the end of the day, if you're alone, then you be guided by your soul to do the right things. You know, he talks about the compass which I find very interesting because I always say that in, you know, in my own, this thing that you have a moral compass, which will always guide you if you listen to it. So that was a song, which is really relevant, I think for all times. And if yeah. you, if you have a deeper soul uh, meaning or connection with yourself, then the song I think resonates for all those people. Fantastic. <laughs> so Shall we, if you have, if you want to share something, otherwise I can go to the next song. Sure. Okay. So the next song is Angels. Now, I, can I talk a little bit about the song first before you play the music? Yes, of course. Please All go. Right. So let me just pull out the lyrics for Angels. Okay. You know, I, I thought that, you know, talking about Angels, you know, about this song by Robbie Williams, you know, it yes. is very appropriate especially after we talk about a song called Let Your Soul Be The Pilot. Okay. Um, you know, in just itself is really, you know, the song itself has a certain level of 
surrenderness when all things you know look dark and bleak itself do we have the courage do we have the trust do we have the faith to keep on going to know that you know there's a higher force out there you know who is supporting us in our journey and that being said with that realization you know there is never ever bad things that can ever happen there are always lessons and wisdom for people to take away from so i particularly like about this song because you know it talks a lot about trust and faith when nothing seems to be working at all do you have what it takes to keep on going do you have the trust to trust that you know you'll be guided onto the right path you know so i i thought that you know this song is very appropriate and it's beautiful and you know it's about interest literally and if i may say so you are actually uh, saying um, <clears throat> what i would say is what's written in my book against all odds because you know my story and you know the part that the angels played in my life and so you know you are saying exactly what i have said in the book and i think you resonate with uh, what angels do in our darkest moment of life when we are surrounded with tragedy and trauma and we think nobody is there but actually the angels are there looking after us right so i think we are on the same path so now we'll hear the song and then we'll have a chat about it after the song Contemplate my fate Do they know The places where we go When we're gray and old Cause I have been told That salvation Let's their wings unfold So when I'm lying in my bed Thoughts running from my head And I feel that love is dead I'm loving angels instead And through it Oh, she offers me protection A lot of love and affection Yeah. 
Okay, so let, yep. let me hear uh, what uh, meaning this song has for you. I already said it just now earlier before the music was played. Yes. So I find it very beautiful about you know how um, this song itself you know really gets um, the people mm. you know to learn this whole thing called trust and faith. You know sometimes you know when our ego gets into the way we may try. To want to do everything by ourselves. Mm. We try to take on more by ourselves and we try to do everything by ourselves. And this song itself is really about asking us, you know, as individuals, you know, to learn to surrender. Yeah. To learn yeah. to trust, you know, that, you know, we have done our work, you know, we have paid our dues, you know, let the thing work on us. Whatever yeah. that thing is about. Yes. And also, I think uh, what I, you know, see the lyrics and when I hear the song, what uh, resonates with me is that uh, we don't choose our life-altering moments and sometimes we have nowhere to turn to. But if we have the acceptance of what is happening and knowing that faith and trust that, you know, there'll be some angel, everybody has an angel who's looking after them. We, we can feel the presence of the angels always. I yeah. even say that, you know, when some help comes from out of nowhere, I call them the human angels. And uh, that's what I feel. So I, I like this song. And uh, now... The last song is called One. It's by you too. Yeah. Um, now, you know, the first thing when, you know, you read the title of this lyrics, you know, you might think that this song is about talking about how we need to be one together um, but on the contrary you know you two actually wrote this song when they were about to split because they were having certain internal conflict with one another okay so then you know they just suddenly have an epiphany you know inside the studio and they just started creating the song it felt like you know a divine force you know was guiding them to write the song 
And this was the song that made them stay together for the many, many, many years to come. And U2 today is one of the bands that stayed together for so many years since they established and they first started in their high school. Wow. So it's like um, almost a song of resilience and, you know, courage sticking together, right? Building relationships, I would say. Okay, let, let's hear the song. All right. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame.
lot of depth in the song. Absolutely. So does it have anything to do with any specific chapter in your life or an occasion or some kind of... Event? I feel that, you know, sometimes, you know, we want to be one with one another and we end up creating a lot of enmeshment yes. or we even start holding one another back in life. And, you know, part of what this song is really about is that, you know what, we all are different human beings. As long as we are all different, they're bound to be conflicts. But you know what? Harmony can rise above all these conflicts. If only we have the confrontation and courage to confront whatever that's necessary, you know, to see through whatever that's necessary. So I felt that this song is really powerful because, you know, um, you know, instead of talking about how people come together, this song talks a little bit different about yes. how, you know, sometimes we hold each other back. And, you know, we throw around all these little emotions, you know, everywhere around us, which is very applicable to the kind of relationships that we do in life. Yes. And uh, have you any particular incident or experience in your life? I guess, you know, sometimes um, when you do projects together, that's always a part of you, you know, the hope is that the people around you are always aligned to the values, you know, as a business owner or even as a project leader or manager itself. Um, the truth is, you know, we are all different, unique human beings. So we all have different principles and values. And this song itself, you know, why I can resonate with it very well is particularly this whole stanza that, you know, it says, you say love is a temper, but love is a higher law. Love is a temper, love is the higher law. You ask me to enter, but then you make me crawl. And I can't be holding on to what you got when all you got is hurt. Sometimes, you know, we have to make the difficult decision to let people go in our life so that, you know, new people can actually come in. And whatever you do, you have to recognize that it is part of the journey itself and it is part of the chapter itself. But life still goes on. The mission, you know, that you have you know, to do in your life, you know, still goes on. That's a very interesting perspective. And I like that because uh, when it comes to, <clears throat> when it comes to mastering the language, you can master the language, but in communication, it's to do with interpretation. And yeah. uh, when I was hearing these lyrics, what was going on in my mind was this, that, you know, like you said, we are unique. What I always say is it's like, you know, why don't we accept our uniqueness? accept that we are different you know like if you go to uh, if you learn from nature in the garden all kinds of uh, plants flowers trees exist right and they exist in harmony mm. we human beings don't exist in harmony because we don't accept our uniqueness if we accept our uniqueness and decide that we will work with each other based that you know we are not going to control or change or not going to put our uh, whatever baggage we have, like you just now said, you know, that if you have something which you are dealing with and for which if you cannot work in a certain environment, you have to let go or close the chapter, right? So yep. this is what uh, happens in life that we don't accept we are who we are and we can just complement each other. The problem is that we try to most often co control each other. We would like the other person to be who we want them to be rather than who, who they know, really are. Yes. And that is what is the biggest acceptance. If we just decide, okay, we are two different entities and we decide that we, you know, complement each other to be our best selves. Mm. It's not so difficult, right? But we make it difficult. 
I mean, that's that's the interpretation that I got from the lyrics. I mean, that's that's the resonance which I got from the lyrics. Absolutely. But I, you know, your perspective is equally, uh, you know, the other side of it. That's what I meant by compliment. You know, like nothing is one dimension. Nothing is just yep. what he, it is. What is? There's so many sides to everything. Mm. I think this song is um, very powerful as well. Instead of trying to get people to fit in itself, you know, it's really about getting people to, you know, live true to their values and principles and stand yeah. as well. And I think this is very appropriate composition, you know, for mental wellness. Um, too many times, you know, we take on other people's shit, all right? Yeah. And then, you know, we don't have, you know, bandwidth you know, to handle what we need to go through in our life or we don't have enough energy to do what really matters. So I think, you know, the importance of boundaries, you know, becomes very important. Learning to say no, just so that you can say yes to the important things in your life. And I think that, you know, part of mental wellness itself, it's not just about mental health only, but are you taking care of yourself? Are you saying yes to things that are truly important? Are you saying no to whatever that you're not aligned to? And I think this is an important lesson that, um, people can actually bring back with them. Yes, and uh, you know, it's very powerful, the word no, because no is a complete sentence. And very often we don't say no when we should be saying no. You know, so that is something which we miss, but that is what is the truth of how we set ourselves up to getting into situations where, you know, we don't say no and we yeah. say yes when we want to say no. So what are the projects that you are doing just now, if you would like to share with the audience? So, okay, okay. So since we're talking about mental wellness, you know, just a little bit while, um, you know, I'm also the founder and the co-artistic director for Disconnect Not Today. So in Disconnect itself, you know, we do a lot of stuff. We are a mental wellness community platform where we actually do a lot of advocacy work um, to promote mental wellness and also to combat suicide prevention. So we do it through experiential art itself. And, you know, we run yearly exhibitions in Singapore um, to raise awareness of mental health and suicide prevention. So on top of that itself, you know, I am in the middle of producing um, books itself, publications, where I hope that this book itself will be very important um, and will be able to be circulated to schools as well as community centers to be the first um, resource that teaches students, you know, or youth, you know, in terms of how to manage emotions and also mental health per se. I think this becomes very important, especially after the Reverse Valley saga that just happened um, last year itself in 2021. So I feel that, you know, with proper awareness and education itself in the emotional realm of things, people are going to be able to understand their emotions and to comprehend difficult emotions or complex emotions that oftentimes, you know, we don't necessarily have language for. For example, you know, it's easy to understand what happiness is, what sadness is, or anger. Because these emotions tend to be more erratic itself, but for emotions that are more subtle, like guilt, shame, you know, envy, disgust, or even content, you know, these are more subtle. And sometimes we don't even realize that it exists within us. So I'm hoping that this book itself is going to be transformational in Singapore um, in terms of bringing a different kind of awareness to people where mental health and emotional literacy is concerned. That's something that I'm working on. 
I think that's a fantastic project. And, uh, you know, you are, I'm sure in this publication, from what you describe, you would be bringing out the nuances of how to deal with the, you know, mental health and being in a different kind of a perspective, not in terms of, you know, okay, these are the resources, these are like helpline numbers that one goes to, because uh, you need to connect with the people and their, you know, inspirational stories, which I think you are doing. And that will make interesting, you know, examples for your readers to connect and decide, okay, this is how I can deal with it, you know, because some of these nuances are never taught or never explained the way, you know, it should be explained. It's more like textbook theory and not real experiences. And I'm sure I wish you very well with your project. And I'm very keenly awaiting to read your publication. When is it going to be out? Well, we are currently looking at sometime, you know, from June onwards. Okay. So, you know, I'm working with um, a reputable, you know, publishing house, you know, to get the book out. Okay. So hopefully this will reach out to not just the local crowd, but also the international crowd as well. Um, especially, um, you know, countries where suicide rates are very high or yeah. even third world countries, you know, where talking about mental health is a luxury for them because they are, they need, there's so many survivor conversations that they need to deal with. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I look forward to it and uh, we shall connect maybe again later once your publication is out. Who knows? Sure. Right? Sure. So Jata, I want to thank you for having me here tonight. I enjoy myself. You know, it was a pleasure talking to you about the songs and what it represents for me. And I also want to thank you, Ming, for being here because I think uh, there are some connections which are made. Uh, which capture the soul, if I may say so. And uh, that is what I have uh, felt with when I connected with you. And so for that, I really thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you because they're deep conversations and meaningful conversations. And uh, thank you for hanging out with Sujata on this uh, evening. And I look forward to talking to it. Thank you. I wish all the viewers, you know, the people who are listening to podcast, have a good night. Hopefully you take away something, you know, from this conversation. Thank you, Sujata, for having me here once again. Thank you.